you are live we are live you are live we're all live hopefully if you're watching the show if you're not watching the show and catching on the replay in the audio podcast it'll be out you're still alive you're still alive so good luck congratulations you're alive but you're not live but that's okay yes we still, a, we still love everybody that comes by to hang out and to nerd out and to geek out. It's good times. Live and love are just separated by one letter. It's just weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You just I mean, but love it fits. Mm-hmm. And you got to throw in like laugh and live, <laughs> live, laugh, love, live. So there you go. It's like we a whole it. life philosophy that you can put on like a, a nice aged piece of wood and sell it <laughs> on Etsy. Well, thank you very much for joining us. That was the best of our week, episode Wait, 61. And we'll see you next week. Uh, we're dropping it like it's hot this time. It's going to be the shortest podcast you've ever heard. They barely Done. got through the introduction, and it's not its, it's hey, not even but, a minute yet. It's 59 seconds. we've got seconds. Michael, we've got Barry, we've got Bionic Scoop. I mean, we already Absolutely. have a, a great a great collection of, great of tech days. aficionados to jump Absolutely. into. Absolutely. Oh, always, always. Um, <laughs> Scoop's just, no. <laughs> no. I love it. I love like it. it. Already getting the well, so anyways, so, welcome back. Yeah. Yeah, I just oh Geet. Geet Madden just jumped into Yes, welcome. We've got uh some Samsung news to talk about, both at the high end and at the more reasonable consumer price. You mean where the, where the sales are. That's let's just be realistic. Where, it's where, the high end or when where it happens, yeah. Where the where average of sales are. Uh-huh. That is correct. So if we ever need to talk about average consumers um, this was a really exciting day, for, especially yeah. internationally, for a line of phones that uh, that's getting updated that sell really well. Um, mm-hmm. You've got some Xiaomi's to talk about. I still want to kind of follow up on a, a question that broke my brain during mm-hmm. a live stream, talking okay. about headphone comfort. Um, yeah. Just some ergonomics and stuff. We can kind of we can kind of tease one of the videos that I put out there. I mean, just I, I think we've got we've got a, a bit to dig into. I think this is going to be uh, this is going to be a fun stream. I hope so. I hope so. I think that yeah, you're right. The, the A series actually it, it's an interesting. It's like a quiet little announcement. Like you know, it's like it's not the big impact. They don't get the the it red drives carpet. Me crazy. This this should be the big red carpet because this is where yeah. Samsung sells all their phones. I, I like they yeah. put so much effort into hyping up the Galaxy S series, and that's not where it's at. No, that's it, not it, what people are buying. No, no, absolutely. And then you can you can start seeing how much the sales are going, the price. You know, there there's still a very strong push on the S. It's because just there's not as much. You know, they're not catching on it. And I think the A series is going to do quite well. Uh, the yeah. announcement that we're talking about today is obviously the 853 5G, the latest edition. Um, and I mentioned this one specifically because I think that's the only one coming to the U.S. Uh, there mm-hmm. were, I think, other other devices. I want to say the A33 was also there, uh, but it was the A53 that uh, is available if you'd like to try to pre-order it on Amazon's uh, Amazon on Samsung's website. Um, an interesting and, and I love this. The Samsung website is so like stayed. Galaxy uh-huh. A53 multi-lens camera smartphone. Like, <laughs> not not everyday epic. Do what you can't. Amazing. Well, well not only that, and, and here's the kicker: if you try to go to pre-order it, this is the big kicker. They put a splash screen right in front of you to tell you, "Hey, the S22 Ultra has a hundred dollar gift card oh. for you." Yeah, they're trying oh, to TK. like. Oh my god, they're trying to. No, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta push pause on that. This is even worse. How little Samsung is really. Hold on, I got a screen share. Um, why isn't this screen sharing? Come on. This is a me problem. I'm going to get there. Hold on. You're going against okay. the stream, man. That's all I can say. Okay, there, there, there okay, it is. There, there it is. There it is. Um, 
I, I need you to look at this blue tab right up here that says pre or redder now. I can't see this thing on my. Hold on, hold on. I got to put it on the. My 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 old man eyes are not doing it today. Hold on a second. So hold on. Let me let me see if I can if I can make no, this no. bigger. Oh yeah, yeah yeah no, no I Free can see it. or or Oh no, I'm blocking it with the yeah, with the, our the channel logo. logo. See see how. Oh it is? no, we're, we're we're breaking the news. Just, oh. No no, it's not working at all for the stream. This is the worst podcasting ever. They misspelled pre-order in their <laughs> pre-order button. Oh my god! I, yeah. I just I can't. It's Samsung. It's it's uh, built from a different team. It's it's their I, first week on. Yeah, it's <laughs> their first day in selling pre, phones. In selling I, phones, the pre-order. I just. Oh, I think it's O Redder pre or Redder, and and that's that's the all the love the A fifty three is going to get. Hold on, let me. Bring and it, it up makes on me. It makes me yeah. so crazy sad. This this phone deserves so much better than what Samsung is trying so is trying to. Is... Oh, where are you? Where are you? A fifty A series right there. Okay. See, for me, when I click the the A series on my side, and come on, with all of the different things here, uh, order shop now. Yeah, Michael Corcoran sees it's it's a misspelled pre order button on my phone again. Tiny little details, but I feel like this is emblematic of how Samsung has positioned the foregone conclusion more people will buy it phone versus the we're so thirsty and we're so desperate. Would you please, please, please buy a Galaxy S? Yeah. No, I mean, on this one, it's actually, I guess, yeah, depending on the pages that you're on. So A53, let me go to the main page. Does that show if it's pre or there? No, it shows correctly on this one. No, it's um, but you've got to go through. You can't go to the pre-order page or the 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 purchase the store page first. If you go to the about phone, and oh, you go there. Okay. It's it's completely misspelled, and I love it. It's okay. You know what? But yeah, oh, you're here. right. Yeah, they've got like a whole bunch of of like different. Uh, uh, oh, at least for me. I got the Galaxy S splash screen that is like a hundred dollars off a Galaxy yeah. S twenty two. Yeah, I'm, but then I'm trying to wait I also to see if got it's gonna pop in front of me there. Yeah. That this that at least for the pre order, there there is like a deal to get some Galaxy Buds as, as like a, a the the buds, yeah, the one that used to be called the beams. So. But yeah, so yeah, short answer is if you're in the mood or if you're in the um did you pre order them? I'm assuming that maybe that's a good <laughs> <No>. question. <laughs> you weren't in Absolutely line? Absolutely not. You're not running I'm, for this. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm. I'm really not loving what Samsung mm-hmm. has done. I'm acknowledging that this is going to be the pick, because because Sorry. this is kind of falling into the rumors that we see for like the Galaxy. I mean the Galaxy for the Pixel Six A. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a little less excited about a mid ranger phone that cuts out a headphone jack. At I least did... the A53 still has upgradable storage. It still mm-hmm. has memory card expansion, and the Pixel 6a absolutely won't. But after just recently rocking those Pocos and the Redmi's, these these kind of mid-ranger and, and even entry-level 5G phones coming from Xiaomi and BBK, the the Poco X3, it's not the most powerful phone I've ever used. The mm-hmm. screen is beautiful. The battery life is phenomenal. It has memory card expansion. It's got a decently sized battery. And the headphone jack is surprisingly good. Like, it's 
it's real good for a headphone jack in 2022 with LG out of the market. Like, mm-hmm. the, I mean, it, it's outpacing Sony in some mm-hmm. of my measurement tests and some of the amp performance. And that phone is going to sell for probably $100 less than this A53. And yeah, I, I have I a think- hard time with that. I do not think Samsung's putting their best out there. Oh, no, no, no. I, I think they're not even... I think it's more of a... a I want to say they're like happy to be where they are, a complacent position to be in. Not not to say that you know. Obviously, I'm not welcoming the fact that there is a new a, you know new A series device coming up in the U.S. Um, okay. I'm questioning a little bit on the configuration. Why did they go Exynos over Qualcomm uh, on 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 the A series? They typically go with Qualcomm. Um, even for the U.S. model, it'll be the Exynos 1250 mm-hmm. or 1280. Yeah. Um, and uh, pre-order. I like that one. Gabriella Covenant getting us covered right there. So we, we didn't have to bring up the screen. Um, so, yes, the, the the announcement that went so under the rug that nobody even I, – I almost missed the entire thing. Honestly, I knew it was coming. I just didn't think it was today till you mentioned it as a, as a subject. Uh, you know, So Juan sent me his notes, and he's like, hey, let's talk about the A-series. I'm like, wait a minute. Was today the day? I didn't see a single post. And then, you know, and and my feed wasn't flooded with a thousand pictures of the A-series. Long story short. And it's a shame. This is exactly where Samsung should be doubling down and reinvesting. And and, I mean, to your point, I I can totally see where Samsung, and especially as a semiconductor manufacturer, Mm -hmm. chip shortages, Qualcomm hasn't, I, I don't know that they've done anything in the 700 series that's really I mean, we been haven't seen. Fire. Yeah, we haven't seen the new Ace. Well, we haven't that's, seen the that's new. That's really been series. exciting. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I can see where they're like, okay, we know they're going to be component shortages. We know these like seven hundred chips have, have been out for a while. Mm-hmm. We've got control over our own supply of this type of chip fabrication. So we're going to rock the A fifty three Exynos across the board, global. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. That makes sense. I don't Not know that Samsung has. Well, but that's just it. It's like I don't think media, uh, Samsung and MediaTek have any any relationship to each other. You know, like there's no like commitments or anything like that. You mean, yeah. And and so Samsung would have to go to a MediaTek and buy just like any other manufacturer, where MediaTek mm-hmm. has established sales, established distribution, established relationships with all these other smartphone manufacturers. Samsung would be another just to get in line. Yeah. Samsung wouldn't be able to just soak up the same type of, of production run. So mm-hmm. they don't get the kind of preferential treatment that another phone manufacturer would get. It's interesting to see like where you compartmentalize Samsung into various sub-brands by category mm-hmm. of phone, and they don't hit as hard as <laughs> some of these other players, like a BBK or a Xiaomi might. But, but, oh, yeah. but it, again, it, it just kind of keeps coming back to this, this, this one same idea. More people are going to be buying these phones. Samsung could be trying to showcase these mm-hmm. as, as exciting devices for consumers to get. Mm-hmm. These are the daily drivers. This is, you know, like, Toyota still makes commercials for the Corolla, right? <laughs> yes, actually. Toyota's not yes. trying to pretend they only make the Lexus. They, they want even their consumers driving their economy um, their, their economy sedans to be excited about sporting the label. And it's like Samsung couldn't care less. And then you go and look at Xiaomi and they've got Redmi's and Poco's and like they're putting advertising behind them and they're getting communities excited about another generation of Poco's, another generation of Redmi's. I mean, like that, that is just such a stark difference. And it, I totally understand why we're seeing some of those other companies 
quarter to quarter, you know, maybe they outsell Samsung one quarter, maybe Samsung picks it back up another, but I think that's going to be a trend that continues to hammer Samsung. Is you're not inspiring people to be excited about an A53 when you're only making commercials for the Z Flip. That's not that's not translating. It's not the transitive property of mathematics. Right? They, no and, one's excited the, about that. The variants that are coming to the U.S. are, with, that, with the exception of the unlocked one on their website, uh, it's coming into Metro. It's coming into T-Mobile. Uh, it's coming in basically mm-hmm. as as a, a budget-friendly yeah. version. But we're also only getting one color in the U.S., yeah. Which is surprising. There are three colors I think that were announced, and in yeah. the U.S. we only get the graph, the the gray or the graphite color. Um, mind you, I, I again I still appreciate the fact that we have an SD card on it. It has one twenty eight to start, which is the right number to start with, um, because everybody's like trying to compare it to the SE, and there's the whole back and forth with the you know why people are not excited about the SE, why we should be excited about the. The end of the story, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's a welcome addition. It's Interesting on the approach, as you said, it could be shortage mm-hmm. of availability of hard work, uh, maybe buying power, as you said. But you could definitely see that it's not the priority for Samsung in the U.S. It's actually the bare, bare minimum requirement. And even when you try to pre-order it, it gives you a splash screen to take you back to the S series because they don't uh, want you to buy the A series. They want you to live in S series land because that's where they want um, sales to happen. Which, of course, you know somebody does, going doesn't into this T-Mobile, feel we, yeah. we, when we saw sales dip dramatically on the Galaxy S21, we saw some of those industry insider news reports about Samsung executives, they're scrambling, they're they're trying to, you know, course correct, you know, people are really concerned about the perception of, of galaxies, and everything since, like, the end of the S20 era into the S21 era just seems like reactions to market trends, not a global corporation executing a vision with any type of consistency. And so mm-hmm. even down to their A53, you've got Samsung advertising to someone who's about to push by on a Samsung phone trying to upsell them like they're, you know, some hack from Best Buy 15 years ago with an extended warranty. And you're you that's such a great way to sour the experience for someone who's still going to spend quite a bit of money. It's not like the A53 is a cheap phone. It's just an inexpensive mid-ranger. It's a more wallet-friendly phone. But yeah. someone walking out the door with that is still going to be putting in hundreds of dollars into the Samsung coffers. And what are they greeted by? They're greeted by Samsung trying to nudge them up the food chain. And you're like, that is such, that's such a tacky way to try and squeeze more value per customer interaction out mm-hmm. of your website. And and again, it's just time and time again over the last, I don't know, I'd say three, maybe four years, I've just been so disappointed in Samsung, in their strategies and how they handle and how they treat their customers. It's why mm-hmm. I'm not a Samsung customer. It's because I don't think they treat their customers well, let alone the people that are on the outside of the Samsung ecosystem. That's, I mean, it's just hilarious at this point. It, it it takes yeah like I said yeah it, it at the end of the day it's one of those interesting things like I said it's just to see what what we have um, all I would say is that, like I said I keep saying at least we have something as far as an A series because uh, we mm-hmm. we've been rocking the fifty A fifty two which is again not a bad deal but surprisingly yeah. more expensive than the A fifty three I I need to kind of <laughs> dig into that a little bit more I know man headphone the, jacks the, cost the, money apparently there's that yeah there's that feature in there that apparently we lost. <laughs> 
Um, I am a little bit concerned, though, that this was the step that we went through with the standard S series. Uh, mm -hmm. First, we lost the headphone jack. You know, yeah. I, the SD card went and came back, but then it went away with that. So I don't count that little blip of S6, S7 uh, uh, switching in there. But the first thing we did is we lost the, S, the headphone jack. So now they, they brought that down to the A-series. So potentially uh, future A-series will no longer have headphone jacks. And at some point, they're probably going to do the same thing and remove the SD card option on there. And mm -hmm. and and they're basically still charging mid-ranger type of experience, meaning they're they're forcing the consumer to be more like as if they're on the higher end model. I don't understand this this need to remove features to make it better, like as oh, if it's I, a better experience. I'm, I'm real cynical about it because as soon as you remove the headphone jack, you've got a leverage point where it's more painful to mm -hmm. use traditional old cabled headphones. So, I mean, we can just kind of get you into a pair of these Galaxy Beans also. And Which then whenever you need yeah. to upgrade your phone, we don't have to worry about you using earbuds that might last a really long time. Now you're using earbuds with batteries that'll degrade. So we know, man, we know that in a couple of years, you're gonna need to flip those earbuds probably more oh, so oh, than you oh, would oh, have. Much, much, much faster. That's if you don't even lose the first ones. The, the the choice they went with was the Beans, which was the one that had the least amount of grip. I mean, they fit well, yeah. don't get me wrong. But from the sense of but how they are, and the, totally, yeah, yeah, the most not, not functional design. The reason There's a reason why the Beans never had a sequel, right? The Buds never came back with Buds oh, no. 2, right? We, we came up with the other ones, but... Anyways, I'm not trying to, um, you know, hammer on that part, but it explains why they put in the buds in there as well. It's because they took away the headphone jack and they're like, hey, don't worry, we can, you can still listen to music. We'll give you this free pair of earbuds. Um, but the SD card is still there. It supports up to a terabyte, six gigs of RAM, um, 120 hertz, if I'm not mistaken, on the refresh rate. Yeah. And um, we're getting 25 watt charging included. In, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't no know. No charger in the box. No charger in the box. Nope. Well, so we're getting all the premium features um, straight up yep. in there at this point. Yeah, soon we'll lose the SD card. Then it be, truly becomes a premium we, A-series. We've, we've got the premium box. Yeah. That's now yeah. skinnier. So that's Skinny. definitely an upgrade. And I, I, I have said it, and I'll say this again. I do not like really thick boxes that include extra things that I don't know why people oh. include. Hold on a second. Let me see. Oh. They, they include. Oh, oh, what is this? What is this? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Just, that's such a, a huge charger brick. Oh, it's got so many watts on it. Oh. 120. Oh. Who needs 120 watts? Um, I mean, there's no there's no headphone. There's no wired headphones, but there's at least is cables. But, yeah, I, I think this is still a valuable thing. You tell people that, yeah, you're buying this phone. It's a budget phone. But, oh, no, by no, the way, you got to fork an extra 25. Did, 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 did it have the, the headphone adapter? No. They uh, Xiaomi stopped doing the headphone adapters oh, okay. That's since last year. Yeah, uh, they still include the case, which is still something that we can't say on any other phone in the country. Uh, Chinese phones still include cases in the box. Let's just mm -hmm. say that. The Find X5 Pro, out of the box, you walk out with a case. You don't have to go worry about buying a case. It's not a great uh, case, but you've got you know, something. It, you can start using the phone. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so many companies in the – so I seriously think this. In the U.S., anytime a company sells phones through a carrier, you'll notice a few things that are kind of like weird, right? First, screen protectors are not on the phones. Mm -hmm. That was a weird one. Like the one thing I noticed, the XE that I got, the XE and the, uh, uh, the TCL phones that we got, they don't have the screen yep. protectors on them. No. And I was like, okay. And they don't come with cases. Okay. But then I think it's because of the way the carriers do them, right? What they end up doing essentially is that the, the carriers want you to buy these additional accessories that they have at the store. 
it's so when you just buy- like Best Buy and printers. Yeah, no, no. It, printers it, don't have the USB cable in the box because retailers wanted to sell you, every, you know, a cable, $40 yeah. per foot gold-plated USB cable. And that's carriers... Carriers want you to buy a $50 screen protector that, that that's then applied in in the carrier store. Absolutely. So, I mean, if it's on the phone when you buy it, then you don't need them to install one for and, you. And I, but I think that's what's going on, right? So Samsung's doing the absolute exact same situation. So carriers are obviously going to be happy with it. Don't get me wrong. I understand, you know, it works to their benefit. They can customize it. But I'm just kind of like starting to realize these things. Like some of these customizations that carriers provide or require – you know, impact us at the end of the day as a consumer because this is what, yeah. you know, if you're buying this A53, you're going to have to buy a class protector. You're going to have to buy a case for it to walk out the store. Um, and you need to buy a charger. So right out of the box, you just added another hundred and something dollars worth of extra stuff yep. that you didn't need in the, at some point in the past. Again, I'm not saying Samsung used to ever give cases, but and, at least the protector and the charger used to be in there. And the carrier is going to be so helpful in just adding it to like your the plan. financing deal that oh, you're yeah. putting together, I, so you can just I, you can just pay for it all on your plan, all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like you haven't really even spent money for that extra hundred and fifty dollars worth of accessories, and and that's that's going to go into your monthly payment, and and it is going to be one of those mm-hmm. things you have to kind of understand and, and think about. But so what I'm what I was trying to shoot for at least is. I don't know. I guess I can't, I can't really repeat myself anymore. Well, well hold on. I've, we've got two comments here that I do want to touch on. Ike's Tech Talk. Please. I mean, we all want SD card support back on the Note. The Note 22. Uh, and, and again, Barry was here in the chat. Barry, I'm, I'm taking very good care of your Note 22. He's lying, Barry. I saw him doing a drop test video. He was in the background. <laughs> he gave me the OtterBox case. He was before asking. Before the show started, before the show started, he said he has the OtterBox case. Let me see how far I can drop it. It's absolutely going to be one of those things where now the, the market has normalized. People kept, kept buying Samsung phones without micro SD card support, so you're never going to get it back. The only way for them to, to I mean, like if Samsung takes a definite hard hit, um, maybe we can get some of these features back. But even with declining sales, Samsung is sticking to this because they have a higher unit price for you not being able to expand storage on your own. Um, the other yeah. thing that I do want to touch on is Gabaletta saying, I don't think most U.S. wall plugs can handle 120-watt charging unless you they use can't. the 240-watt. Well, Absolutely. that's not true, though, because the IQ charger can get from, from 10 to 90% in about 15 minutes. So it might not be 120 watts, but, man, I must be floating somewhere up there no, no, I, around I think 100 I, watt charging. Um, so the maximum I've been able to get, and I don't know if it may be just the wires in my home at least, uh, the maximum I'm able to get is about uh, 60, so what's it called? 80 watts. Oh, and even, okay. e- even that, I, I mean, and I think that's like pushing it. Um, the 120, it says that I'm charging it at super fast, but I, I mean, I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I didn't get a chance to do a zero to 100. Uh, it's supposed to be under like around 20 minutes uh, for the the, tw- the 20 pro, uh, the 20 pro. Um the the reality is so let's be let's be honest. Okay, sixty five, eighty, one twenty, the the two forty or the one fifty that I got a chance to see at MWC and all mm-hmm. of that good stuff. They're all fine and dandy, but at the end of the day, that's really a you forgot to charge your phone. The phone is dead sitting on the <laughs> on somewhere. Yeah, and you got to do something. The reality well, is, most wait of a minute. us. Wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I've I've got to do. I've got to try and figure out the math in my brain. 
Because sure. isn't one of the biggest selling points of the MacBook Pro that you can buy a $100 charger with the MagSafe connector and it'll do 140 watt charging? I, I need to double check that, but I, I want to. I remember one of those fast charging that was. So, so of that the, the, the MacBook Pro with the M1 Max mm -hmm. comes with a 96 watt charger in the box, but there is a 140 watt charger that you can buy. Yes, that was the extra charge. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. So yeah, now I'm with so you. So I, I mean, like, at some point, we're doing something with electricity. So if you have that, to keep that in charger can it's can power, pull 140 it, watts. So. What I used to say, people, is okay. So when you're when you're using laptop chargers and we're using computer chargers, those are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You notice how how bigger the brick is. It's it's a right. um, uh, the, the best way to describe it. It's actually it's like the coils inside upcycle the power to create to generate the the right. the, the, the wattage that you look. This is right. the reason but, but why. These, but these monster phone chargers, that 120 watt charger, isn't yeah. small. No, no, no. It isn't small at all. It's also the same kind of power delivery standard at 65 watts at least it, it's as a, big one. a 65 watt laptop charger. Uh, yes, and it, it well, I'm just saying. I, 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 I want to. I want to say. I, I'd like. I need to do a little bit more studying on this. I'll say this. Um, I've spoken to a couple of companies at MWC, and they are specifically not going to be sub, uh, pr uh, labeling their products in the U.S as over 100 watts let's just say that so okay. it's something it's something that they're aware of um i know that it, after 65 or 80 watts realistically it's just crazy fast anyways that mm -hmm. you really don't um for the life for the lifespan of the fi next 3 pro even with the the oneplus 9 pro 65 watts is crazy fast I mean, you know, you put that phone down, you turn your head, you come back and like, crap, it's already almost at 100%. It yeah. is crazy fast even there. To go to 120, to go to 150, to 240. Oh, the reality and, and, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And thank you. JGJ also brought this up. The, uh, was it gallium, yeah. gallium nitride? Gallium nitrate? Nitrate, yeah. Nitrate? Is it I want to say it's nitrate. Is it nitrite or nitrate? Now I've got to look at it. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. The gang charges. Nitride. I think I was closer. I said nitrite. Okay. Um, nitrite. Gallium nitride. <laughs> We're real good at what we do. We, we do all the tech, tech it, things good. Um, but yeah, so like that new generation of tiny little wall chargers mm -hmm. with uh, gallium nitride, uh, those are going to be stupid good performers. I forgot how fast this one is juice. from Realme. This was the one they put in. I want to say this is the 45 watt, the 50 watt yeah. charger, how small they were able to make it. Like That's a tiny crazy. little one. Yeah, Luna, this is crazy. This came with the GT, not the GT3 Neo, GT2 Neo. Like mm -hmm. the orange stripe. It, it, like looks, it looks like um, what, what's uh, the Belkin. Have you seen that little teeny tiny flat yeah, yeah. fold mm -hmm. Belkin charger? Yeah, looks yeah, just yeah. like that. I used to have a whole bunch of them, but I ended up putting some of them away because it looked like I am having uh, like a collection of charging bricks for no reason, like I don't use. But um, <laughs> it's like we're we're like dragons stockpiling our collection of chargers since phones don't come with chargers anymore. Well, but the problem is they keep bringing up new tech, man. I mean, come on, we got it. We got to find a no. Uh, uh, watts versus actually, uh, yeah. So volts uh, times amp equals wattage essentially is what you're looking. Uh, Darren's uh, kicking it with us. Hey, welcome back. Uh, um, we got Darren and, and Mark Riley. Thank you. And Mark, that, you know, we're, we're bringing up some points about we're being very casual and a little sloppy in, in our very electrical sloppy, engineering math today. <laughs> and then also just a huge shout out to Tech King Mike. Um, just thanks for, for jumping in the chat and uh, for joining us tonight. Yeah, no, I, I, know I it's, I, it's a little later for him. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, take your mic. Thank you. Appreciate you joining us, man. Um, but what I meant to say is, at, at some point, we are going to reach a limit in the, what we're able to do in the U.S. In the U.S. and Japan. Oh yeah. Uh, oh no, we're, uh, we're some reason. The limit. That, yeah, yeah, we are hitting the yeah. limit, and Europe and the rest of the world are probably going to be able to benefit from running just because they're running at a different. Uh, uh, just like you know, yeah. we're running on one ten, they're running on two ten, two twenty. I think um, the the reality of the matter is, I think we are at the point where charging speeds are ridiculously fast. I think the, the fact of the matter is we're benefiting from the fact that these devices charge fast. Um, even the the 12X, the, uh, the Xiaomi 12X charges at 67 watts. Like, mm-hmm. That's crazy. Just to talk about the cheaper model of the three that, that, that they announced. Um, now, when we say – I just want to put these into perspective. That 12X yeah. is internationally – it's priced close to an S22? Um, is that the ballpark that we're looking it's, at? It's about six uh, – hold on. I'll actually – I'll show you exactly because I have the tweet. I have the exact. I tweeted out the pricing and everything on this uh, a couple of days ago. I always have to do the mental math on ballpark. What is this phone supposed to be competing against in a phone that I understand better? What What tier? Is Is it a flagship? Is it a flagship phone? It is. It is a fl- use one well, word to improperly describe what it is. An entire series of things. Uh, no. Oh, Darren saying six fifty for the twelve X. Really? It's. Uh, why is it not showing up on here? Okay. If that's oh. legit, that's pretty good. Okay, here we are. So uh, I'm going to bring it up on the screen just to show exactly how the. Hey, come on, share and screen and. And TK cannot cannot do this thing correctly today. So here we are. Um, the oh, 12X is wow. 650 for the 12X, 750 for the 12, and 999 for the 12 Pro, which was surprisingly a slightly little bit cheaper than what people were anticipating because when they translated the, wow. the Asian, yeah. the Chinese models, it was like around 1,000 or so plus. But yeah, no, it's they're... It's close. It's close to basically, a, a, I would say, probably like a, a, a Pixel 6 series. Not, not yeah. you know, not Pixel 4a 5G or 5a 5G. That's that's a bit surprising. I don't know why I was thinking that the 12 was more like the 22 plus. I think I just had my tiers off by one. Well, so but one still thing, 650 the weird part is, for that for that 12x well, is so that's where the changes kind of start kind of looking interesting so what is the difference between the 12x and the 12 right what causes mm-hmm. it to be an extra hundred dollars well primarily it's the eight gen one this guy is still running in the 870 that was the weird yeah. nice the nice little uh, uh feature that i'm not actually it is a feature by the way i don't think most most people will look at this like well this is a year old soc it's not new whatever no you actually somewhat get a better performance on the 12x over the 12 yeah. pro because of the thermal concerns that are coming up with the 12 Pro already. This is a, the weird conversation that you yeah. kind of need to look into. But I think that's mostly it. It's the same display. It's the same refresh rate. It's the same um, camera stack, uh, exactly the same camera stack. The only thing difference, like I said, is really just the SoC. And that's causing it to be $100 more. Like, and that's not... Really, an upgrade? <laughs> not, not. I mean, <laughs> so obviously, from from our perspective, it isn't really because we start looking at what can we do. And I said it in my video. I said the reality of the matter is what we have right now on our hardware on our devices for twenty twenty two for the latest and greatest is way overpowered to what we need in our daily life. Even even when it right. comes to gaming, because I I specifically wanted to harp on Genshin Impact or Genshin Impact. The reality, at the end of the day, is this device, this game will 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 melt any phone it gets on. For some reason, if you mm-hmm. play it at full full uh, settings 
whatever phone you're on, you're going to just hit thermal temperatures that you're just not going to yeah. be happy with. And throttling and the phone's going to start doing a whole bunch of things. I think throttling the phones that are running, like not running them in full potential on, let's say, the HN1 or the 888, honestly, is the best way to go. Even with the, with the Xiaomi, with the 12 Pro, I decided not to turn on performance. I don't want it to run. At, um, I mean, I should take that back. These don't, these don't have uh, throttling. I meant on like the Find X5 and so on. Devices that do have some throttling built in, I never really felt like I needed to go and, un- and turn on full potential. It was yeah. never it was never a situation where I felt like, you know what, I could have done this one with the next few seconds if I turned turn this feature on. Not really. Games, everything. So the reality the, the, is the performance the performance window is pretty close. And and there are there there are times where if I think something is gonna be a short burst of activity, I mm-hmm. really like these high performance on the Iku, the monster mode, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. like being able to say like for I like two that. minutes. Give me everything you've got. But if I think that the activity or the sustained CPU use is going to be more than a couple minutes, you're going to get better performance over time. And you're probably going to arrive at a faster conclusion if you let the phone kind of throttle out. This is from time to time. There are times I, I, you know, if I'm cutting up a short, I know that's only going to be about 45 seconds-ish of video rendering. And mm-hmm. if I can get that done even faster, great. If I have to sit around even less for it, I'll push the little button in my notification shade and I'll get the faster render and then I'm done with it. I want to have that that explicit control over the feature. I, I think where we're stuck in this conversation is simply the disclosure of what's happening mm-hmm. on these really expensive devices. And when we don't have control over that, when the control is kind of taken out of our hands, it does feel like, Man, there are situations I know I won't really get the the performance that I paid for. Yeah, no, no. I, and I think it, uh, it's that functionality of being able to control it. Like on the Find X and on the OnePlus, we don't have that uh, that toggle in the notification shade. You have to jump into the battery setting to find that function yeah. out. Um, on Samsung, luckily enough, we do have that available. It is sitting the enhanced processing. It's sitting all the way on the far end. It's in there, so you're able to turn that yeah. on. Um, on IQ, as you mentioned yourself, uh, the monster mode, which was fun because you can't find it in the settings, but it's in the toggles. So fun, to, fun yeah. little fact. Um, but yeah, it's it, we're getting to the point where we do need some type of control over the, the the processors, the ISP, the GPUs, everything on the system a little bit more than what we used to have before. Um, or, I, or we need to accept that the general conversation that phones only do basic phone things is the case. And at which point, yeah, I've I've been playing with your Galaxy S22, and I've been pe- playing with Barry's uh, Note 22. And the more I pick up the S22, the more I <laughs> I just saw that from Gavaletta. <laughs> I saw How it. can you even run Geekbench on an eight on an eight seventy? Does um, it even boot Android at this point? Uh, I am uh, I, I touche, my again. Friend. Every touché. single time you say touché. Snapdragon eight seventy, I have to like hold back my gag reflex from just throwing half digested pasta all over my keyboard. Um, but sorry, I, all joking aside, <laughs> yeah. the more the more I've been playing with the S twenty two. The more it makes me appreciate phones like a Pixel 5a, yeah, because I think the Pixel 5a is a better version of what the S22 is trying to do. It's just not as flashy, and I don't know how much people really care about having that flash in the four to seven hundred dollar tier of phones. That's not a flex. You're not flexing on anyone with a base model Galaxy S22. 
So I, I really feel like our, our barometer is just way off right mm-hmm. now. If, if, yeah. it's, if it's mega awesome, super hardcore laptop replacement performance... The Note 22 is on my short list of the best phones of the year, but I know I'm compromising battery life. Mm-hmm. I know I'm compromising on some of those features that I do like, especially like on a Sony expandable storage and headphone jacks. I know I'm making compromises, but I'm genuinely picking up a, a pocket computer. If I'm just talking about phone stuff, I really want to just kick down to like the four to $600 tier. I think the overall experience is just so much better polished. It's so much more consistent. And you get the real practical upgrades of having battery life for days. Sometimes literally battery life for days. days. No, no, I'm with you. It's still exciting. It it is exciting to actually be able to kind of, like I said, it's that balance. Which one do you prefer more? What do you get? What do you get for more or less? The, at the end of the day, what, I, what I'm looking at it from the performance, which I do want to start talking a little bit more about that as well, because you were sure. you're you're looking into and and getting a chance to play this year with both the best, the highest, and the and at the, the same level yeah. of at the same time, which is typically it's like always separate timing. But um, the the approach to both devices when I when I had it when I had the S22 when I first unboxed it and I took a look at it. Um, for me, I felt like this device was released last year. I didn't feel like this was a device that felt like it was really pushing or upgrading the experience of one more that I got last year. Other than the HN1, which I think it's, it's basically, uh, sorry, there's a little bit of a spec that, yeah. So other than the HN1, and I, and, it, and just for reference, the color's a little bit more greenish than what the, what it looks like on camera. It looks more like a blue for some reason. Yeah, I've got my, my soft panels hitting this directly, so yeah, it's yeah, yeah. washing no, no. it out a little. It, it is, absolutely. But uh, the experience on it, for me, obviously, you know, you're getting the smaller form factor, you're getting this, but you got a lot of compromises between the standard and the plus. Um, shorter, a slight, you know, slower charging. Uh, you also had, uh, you know, the camera stack, the HN1, uh, no charger in the box. There was a whole bunch of things going on from it that I felt like at the end of the day, it felt like it was more of a step above, slightly above the S21 FE that just came out a month a month before it. Um, because if you kind of look at them now from a stack, the A53 to the, A- to the S21 FE to the S22, that's the lineup, right? That's what Samsung's kind of stacking it up together. Yeah. They're trying to get you to go to the next one. Um, I just don't, I didn't get that, ex- I mean, don't get me wrong, the S22 Ultra still for me felt like I was, it is the Note, right? I, I don't mind it, I, but it is just very much not the phone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and as you can see, Barry, no damage after the drop test. Um, don't tell him I did, I did not do it. I mean, so all joking aside, Barry, I did not do a drop test. On your sure you didn't. Yeah, no, it, Juan did I, not I, do a drop. I guarantee test. you that I will not be taking this out of the case. I um, kid, I kid. I'm just to, messing to with Juan. Of this. course, <laughs> it's Lex who's going to be doing the drop test, not Juan. Come on, man. I, I mean, for plausible <laughs> deniability, I can legally say I, I did, did not, not do, do the drop. <laughs> Bear, Bear I had just, to, oh, oh, it was Bear, I, Barry's I told, doing this right now to the screen. He's doing uh, this. TK, I'm just I, not even. I felt I felt so bad. Um, I, I uh, she's not my Lex isn't really allowed in the office, and I had just a table full of phones, and and poor thing. I mean, she was just like she wanted to play. Oh, I was joking. You know, no, no, no. So no, no, no. This sorry, I'm I'm rambling and I'm I'm going through a bunch of family stuff in my brain all at the same time, and instead of one sentence coming out, I'm trying to say three sentences at the same time. Um, so I was about to go down a deep dive and describe the game Nittens. But okay. she's really into this like gem swap game, um, and on net on Netflix there are no microtransactions, so yeah. it's it's a great you know like sort of uh, um, Candy Crush 
style yeah. clone. And it will time you out with like gems and energy if you go too many rounds and you don't finish the round. But there's no way to buy anything. So it's a, it really just kind of forces the kid to like, oh, I guess I got to take a break for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no way for her to like get into my account and like spend more on this game. So she doesn't know what game, what phone has that game. So she picks up my Velvet and she oh, starts nice. trying to use it. And like I had one of those, oh, no, 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 no. That's not a phone for you to play. And, you know, like, before I could even hold it back, I was like, that's the limited edition collector's white case. You can't use... No, no, no. I have that on another phone. If You, you just got to talk to me first. You've got to ask me permission before you just start picking up phones. And you're like, oh, no, it's a velvet. I should not have yelled at my daughter over a velvet. But it's the dual display case, and if she drops it, I'm going to be so sad. They but I shouldn't have yelled more. at her. Oh, that was not good gadget dad right there. Oh, I could have been better. We need to get, we need to get you better recognition uh, software built in to know which no um I I'm sure I'm sure she'll she's it's not even going to register I mean it'll be one of those I, I, I got the game back in her hands on one of my old Huawei tablets so I think she was fine but it was just in that moment I could see the look on her face like oh no and you're like ah oh, I didn't need to I didn't need to react like that but sorry um Th- that 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 which is kind of spurred off from uh, Lex absolutely also not getting to handle the Note Twenty Two. We all have, we've we've all been there, Juan. You know that overreacting over over something. It it is one of those. It is the quintessential dad moment that you need to get through and realize you take you got to take a step back. I've gone I've I've gone too far. <laughs> Mentally, you're like, oh crap, I'm that guy. I'm not uh, no. Uh, I'm like I said. Once once the game is in her hand, I'm pretty sure this is literally the least regist- the least thing that they will remember out of God knows how long. I'm going to uh, screw her up in so many other ways, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 been so, fascinating getting to compare the two because they really shouldn't share the same name. We had no, this it, conversation yeah. when yeah. when the phones were announced. I don't think I'm blowing anyone's mind here, but when you no, really no, no. kind of show your work and you really try to put power down on the pavement. When you really look at what Samsung is doing with their 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 spectrum of phones, their product mm-hmm. lines, and the names of those devices, my big concern is such a huge chunk of the conversation, all of the error is sucked out of the room by the big, most expensive devices. Of course. Galaxy Z and the Note 22. Yep. And by calling it an S22 Ultra and having a trio of S22s, the S22 Plus and the S22 are going to benefit from the upper mind share of all the people that are rightfully glowing over the Note. The Note is a Note, and it's a beast of a productivity machine. It's niche. It's focused. It's powerful. There, there is a very specific consumer that I know is a perfect fit for mm-hmm. a Note 22. But the S22 is going to benefit from that glow. And I feel when consumers go and pick up the S22... It's not going to be any faster. It's going to get miserable battery life. It's not really nicer in all the specs that are on the phone. It has completely different cameras. The experience mm-hmm. is not going to gel. It's not even in the same family. Most, it feels like a different device. It should not be in the same family. It was just like when we were talking about the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra yeah, yeah. versus the Mi 11s. It needs a different name. It's not a part of the same family. It is not a, a continuous experience for that same name. And, and I think Samsung is doing an even bigger disservice for their market share here in the United States 
because people are going to hear S22. They're going to go to their carrier store. They're going to get the cheapest one because that's also going to be the one that carriers are eventually just going to be giving you for free or with BOGOs or whatever. And, and from there, they're going to use it. It's hot. It gets terrible battery life. You know what? I spent so much money on this phone. I could have had an iPhone 13, which mm-hmm. gets much better battery life and has more consistent performance. And I wouldn't be a green bubble in my friend's I, I, you know, uh, iMessage chats. All of the social pressure. It ba- Samsung is basically making the perfect phone to convince people to move to iPhone. Because they're not going to experiment. All of our concerns about average consumers and doing business with carrier stores, they're not mm-hmm. going to go, oh, you know what? I got the S22. I really should have tried the S22 Plus, but if I had saved up and gotten the Ultra, then I would have, would have had this completely different thermal experience, and I wouldn't have been throttled as aggressively while I was playing um, you know, uh, uh, Battle Chasers. You know, like, that's not what they're going to do. They're going to go, I tried the best Android, and it was garbage. I guess I should go and buy an iPhone now. And this just hurts my soul because internationally, we're seeing much broader competition. The iQoo is a remarkable competitor against the oh, S22+. Yeah. Plus. It mm-hmm. beats it like spec for spec for spec on every hardware piece. We've got these new Xiaomi's, and they, they, I think they're going to be really interesting performers. I'm still hoping we see a few gaming phones kind of eke out a little bit more market share. Mm-hmm. All of these things are so much more vibrant, but here in the United States, oh, yeah, the, it's uh, like... The um, Red Magic 7 came out, right? There's a whole bunch yeah. of conversation going on over there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm actually hoping to see anyone else like tackle that phone and, and actually look at, like, will active cooling tame the thermals on an 8 Gen 1, so maybe I can draw 10 watts <laughs> from this SOC. Well, and not only that, I'll say this, Which Red Magic ridiculous. also has some really nice accessories that they also sell, like the external fan yeah. system that they have that's built in. So they exactly. have built in, yeah, which does actually cool quite a bit. You're just using air cool, which is surprisingly really nice. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's still early in the year. I mean, heck, man, we're not even at the end of Q1 yet. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, time, you know, and then we obviously all had daylight savings kick in on last Sunday, and I really, really hope the I'm bill still passes. I, well, yeah, no, I, I think you and I, we are all still recovering. That one hour messes us up for an entire so week, bad. and it, there's just no need for it. So I'm really hoping the, the 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 legislator, the bill, the president signs it off, and we finally just put an end to this and just get over it. Everybody in this country hates it. Nobody looks forward to daylight savings. Nobody wants to change the clock. I, I've I find it remarkable that it got a unanimous vote in the Senate. It was like, we can't we can't agree on anything serious, yeah, but here are politicians, but, uh, man. This, they really got behind <laughs> killing daylight got, savings. You, if you make them wake up an hour early to show up for a bill, you best bet your bottom dollar. No, I mean, I'm with them. I, I totally agree. This is something that impacts everybody regardless of what your uh, affiliation or whatever, you know. <laughs> You just Monday morning, no, it, and it, it just happens on the weirdest time. Like, why do oh, we have it in the middle of the weekend? Me up so much should be on Friday at Friday night into Saturday. At least give us two days to adjust, if you're going to give it to us, <laughs> or do it before a holiday weekend or something. Man, give us some time, man. The whole country know. suffers from it. Don't mess I know, up our I know. Holidays, Sound like a grandpa? Yeah, I know. But, but mess, I, I, that's true. Then it'll be messing up the holiday. Sorry. I put out a rambling video. Um, and, and I kind of got it shot yesterday and I really, I, I cut that video down over, I, like it, it's, 
how do I, how do you say that? It was over twice as long when I originally okay. shot everything. I was just trying to get all my idea, all, all of you my thoughts it. out. You condensed it into it, uh, into a and man. I mean, I whittled that thing back and it's still a 10 minute video just to try and walk through what it is that I find to be an issue because I feel there's a problem with performance testing. Mm-hmm. I feel there's a problem, a problem with companies over promising and under delivering. And then I think there's a specific Samsung strategy issue that's at play right now where there's not a lot of market confidence in premium Android. And I feel Samsung is, is, is kind of one of the, the data points that we need to be very critical of so that we can kind of figure out, like, what does it mean to own a really expensive phone? And if you're telling me the only reason to own a really expensive phone is to show off that you spent a lot of money on a phone, then I think we failed. Oh, yeah. I think the industry has failed and techies have failed and enthusiasts have failed. So I, I want to avoid getting to that kind of a breaking point. I want to have more uh, a more vibrant, com- um, competitive marketplace. And if the S22 is the model to follow, then I think we've lost. Um, the Which Note is, 22 is yeah. is easily, I mean, I loved the iQ9. The, the, the Note 22 is, is high on the list. I'm so happy to have a Note again. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's in the running for phone of the year, and it's one of the first phones I've played with in the year. But I'm that lit up about it. it. It's it's disappointing to me that we can't share that same enthusiasm going down into the into the more upper pre I mean lower premium tier and the upper mm-hmm. mid ranger tier. I want people to get more excited about the entire lineup. And yeah, that's no, no. It feels really apathetic right now. The the twenty two and the twenty two plus feel like they're on their own, and, and even more, not oh, just are. for the price. Because you go they into are. the store and you look at them, they're like, yeah. "Well, this looks nothing like the other two. I'm like, yeah, but this is they not, have this nothing is to do with each other. I, I actually just got another comment. Someone was like, "Oh, Juan, you got to give it up with this. the The phone's called the S twenty two Ultra, and you're like, except for the fact that a completely different design language, completely different engineering and manufacturing." Completely different camera sensor, completely different display. Yep. It has a, an S Pen silo in it, and it has you know fifty percent more RAM. Except for all of those things that make the phone unique, it's totally like the other S twenty twos. I mean, it's I'm so tired of of like the Samsung Knights. Like everything Samsung does is totally correct. I've decided. And you're like this is this is bogus because mm-hmm. calling it a Note actually would have gotten Note fans excited. It would have and drawn I, other premium consumers and it yep. would have left a, a, a space in the lineup for Samsung to talk about an S strategy. This is not an S strategy. If you want a premium S phone, this is not the phone for you. Yep. If you want no, no. that extra space, if you want the flatter sides in the manufacturing, if you want that that really pretty like kind of cutout on the camera module that the S series phones have, the design language is different. Everything about this phone screams note. It is not a Galaxy S. And it drives me crazy last that year. we're playing that game. The S came out in 2021, and that was the S21 Ultra. And that is the actual S-series, the last S-series S device that was released that is an Ultra. Uh, this is the Note. Yeah, you're right. I think they would have done much better. I really would have appreciated them more than to try to play this we're breaking the rules. We're doing. They're trying to sound like they're cool, but they're not. You know what I'm saying? It's like they go up to the kids and it's like, "Hey, man, you know how cool this thing is?" Because back in the day, this is what. I'm like, no, just say what it is and call it what it is. It's the Note 22 Ultra. This is the Note that you didn't release last year. Um, yeah. And you know the reality is that that then people would appreciate it more. 
um like i mean down to the fact that even the camera stack on the back like at least last year i would have said the S21, S22, sorry, the S21, S21 Plus, S21 Ultra, all of them looked same, somewhat similar in the design language on mm -hmm. the back. Not even close this year. The camera stack yep. on the 22 Ultra is like, what? We decided to take... Oh, no. We, we, I'll we tell you what it's like. Of... <laughs> it's like the LG Velvet. So <laughs> Samsung, when they finally had the opportunity to get the other South Korean mar company out of the market, they, they took their the... crown jewel premium uh, Note phone and they gave it the camera modules from the LG Velvet. The stick out. So they, they could they couldn't even be original with that. They had to rip no. off LG on on their their premium flagship. I, but King you know but phone. but I, I will say this though. Um, cameras though <laughs> do perform better the way they are obviously this is it is what you'd expect from where the, what yeah. their ultras are. Um, the telephoto lens had finally had an opportunity to use it today. Um, it's good. It, it is it is nice when you have it, and it is nice when you're able to. And like this weekend, we're going to which also for everybody listening, if if you follow me on the Android Bay side, um, this weekend is going to be the one of those weekend. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to not have a show. Um, we're going to a swim meet for my son in um, in Ventura, so we're going to be out the weekend. Oh, nice. Um, so uh, you'll be That's seeing great, me posting though. pictures of swimming pools, but yeah. Uh, from maybe from a device that I can't talk about yet. Ooh, yet. Schmancy. <laughs> but but we have bionic. We have bionic scoop. Bionic scoop um, yeah. I don't know if he's still in the chat, but he was in the chat. I, I I'm hoping he's he was talking about maybe putting together a video on pro mode. And if you if you want to listen to anyone's camera commentary about um, like how to get the most out of like a traditional kind of camera experience from a phone. Mm -hmm. Scoop does great work with that, and I, he was a little critical of um, of the telephoto because we're re, we're dealing with really small sensors. So once you step outside the computational photography, you know the multiple raw image stacking and all of that data that gets squished. If you try to do something simple like shoot raw photo and edit from that, mm -hmm. um, these tiny little sensors, I think, um, I think they start to fall apart in, mm -hmm. in challenging lighting conditions. It's definitely the biggest. Um, I think it's definitely the, the, the biggest difference between something like the Pixel 6 Pro mm -hmm. and Samsung's current telephotos. They fit similar focal ranges, um, but the Pixel camera sensor is just so much bigger. You can use it in, in more uh, sort of challenging light conditions. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that also helps for your HDR and, and post-processing and stuff too. So it, it's, it's kind of interesting. In good daylight... I kind of feel like Samsung's telephoto strategy is 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 better, mm -hmm. but as soon as you start messing with shadows, I was out in bright daylight, but I was shooting something that was in shade, mm -hmm. and the S20, not the Ultra, but the S22 flipped me back to the main sensor and tried to crop from the main sensor, and you're like, it is bright California light all around me, why would you do that? And that's something that's never happened on my Pixel 6 Pro, because that sensor can legit handle some mm -hmm. mixed lighting conditions. No, no. I, it, it, and you could see, like I said, the, the, the telephoto performance on this, it's rarely, I rarely ever jump into the telephoto lenses. I'm more of an ultra-wide and a standard um, telephoto every once in a while. Yes. Okay. Uh, so so you, you know me, right? Because especially with the OnePlus 9, I, I lived out of the OnePlus 9's ultra-wide because mm -hmm. that sensor was just such a, a Dark improvement oh, yeah. over, megapixel, over other. It, it, it was, but it was big. The, the mm -hmm. ultra wide sensor on the OnePlus Nine Pro is bigger than the main camera sensor on the iPhone Thirteen Pro. Mm -hmm. So I, I was all about that. The Pixel Six Pro has become one of my favorite indoor candid cameras. Mm -hmm. 
So you get two people in a room, you're across the living room, and you don't want to, like, you, like, move in and, like, shove a phone in someone's face, and you kind of want to, you kind of want to, like, stealth. Mm-hmm. You want to get a stealthy, not not a selfie, you want to get a stealthy of someone, and they're they're doing something, and it's fun, and it's candid, and you actually capture that moment. I'm, and I'm the really Pixel happy Aditya is not in the chat, because you're walking into yeah. something right now. <laughs> you, well, you would have made that real weird. <laughs> very uh, stealthy, hiding the camera. Juan, what are you but, but, do, man? I'm sorry. You know, again, I mean, like Flossie loves to talk about, like, oh, I've got my, you know, my S Pen, so I can k- take those creeper shots on my on my Note. But you, when you shoot with the Pixel Six Pro, I now have a practical reason to use the telephoto, where I've never had one before. On an iPhone, it moves you to the main sensor. On a Samsung, yep. it's probably going to move you to the main sensor. The Xiaomi well, got close, but there was tons of shutter lag. The mm-hmm. Pixel 6 Pro, I can take that picture from across a living room really subtly. I'm not drawing a ton of attention to myself, and I can capture a human moment without any crazy lag. It snaps that photo, and, and it looks good. I mean, it, it actually yeah. comes out really, really well. So, th- so that to me, like those performance differences matter where it's not just 100 times zoom. It's how well does the sensor really do it soaking up light? Because if it's a smaller telephoto sensor, you probably only want to use it in sunlight. And that's fine. That's like your kid's soccer practice. That's, that's going out and you know, like playing at a park. It's kids in action, sports. That's great. But if mm-hmm. I want to take a, a photo of a night football game, I don't know that a Galaxy would get that done nearly as well as what I can get off the back of a Pixel. Once you jump into the main, once you jump into the telephoto, yes, it does. It definitely you start seeing some of the the flexing where it tries to, and it doesn't really reach the same level. Um, I think it, at the end of the day, the reality is, you know, Samsung's effort, at least on the S twenty two Ultra, or the S twenty one Ultra, they're trying to flex the hundred times, right? Nobody really needs it. I mm-hmm. like the fact that it has a three and a ten. 10x zoom um, that are optical. I want optical yep. because those are the the best um, positions where the glass is doing 90% of the work, and you're able yeah. to pull in. Now, as long as the le- as long as the sensor is big enough, you should be able to actually pull in more light, like you said. Uh, and that's where the Pixel 6 Pro does actually a little bit better on that end because of the way the setup is done on that uh, on that sensor. Uh, OnePlus 9 did the same. Xiaomi the 12th mm-hmm. Pro here, they did an interesting approach this year. They gave us 350 megapixel cameras, which seems like a, a running theme because, you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think um, uh, the, the, Find X, the Find X5 Pro ran 250s. The um the real the the G, the Realme GT2 Pro also ran 250s, so we're seeing a lot more people focusing on not the highest uh, megapixel sensor, but more trying to focusing on performers, good sensors that have um, well well performed in the past, and Sony sensors that are sure. really really nice. Uh, what I'm what I was trying to kind of get to though is this was the first time I've seen a Xiaomi provide us the ability of taking raw footage from all three sensors. Because it's running 350s, I can shoot 4K yeah. and 60 on, out of all three. Um, I can't shoot 4K. I can't shoot 8K out of all three. Only out of the main sensor, which I don't understand why. Because which also all is it's kind of it's kind of weird about the S22. Yeah, because I feel like the Samsung is doing a lot of upscaling on their images. Mm-hmm. Because if you shoot in uh, not on the, I'm not talking about the Ultra. I'm talking about the regular the S22. Mm-hmm. It's a 10 megapixel camera on the telephoto. Mm-hmm. But it saves a 12 megapixel JPEG Ooh. and a 10 megapixel RAW, and it does technically flip to the telephoto to shoot um, 4K video. But the full horizontal resolution of the sensor is only 3600. It's not 3840. 
So it's got to be blowing that image up and saving a 4K video file, but it's not really He's shooting a 4K UHD video. video. Interesting. So ups, they're trying to do 4K upscaling. I mean, it's an almost there, but they're upscaling it to actually match the resolution. Yeah, they're just. I mean, they're 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 padding it 200 pixels, but that's yeah. still that's not what UHD video is. It, they're yeah, they're they're having to blow it up, and the, the, and again, that also kind of bothered me that like they're adding 20% more resolution to your JPEG that doesn't really exist. When it saves a 12 megapixel JPEG, JPEG that's not... JPEG is still 10 megapixels. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because so it's, again, it's the raw, you're getting more of the full sensor readout on the raw as opposed to the processing. So it's, process, it's upscaling but, as it's saving. But I just feel like that's kind of tacky. On a phone that costs as much as the Galaxy S22, we shouldn't be playing these games. This is the exact kind of like sensor and resolution math that would have gotten a OnePlus 5 into big trouble. Mm-hmm. We would have yeah, been no, really... Oh, did you... The OnePlus is lying. They are lying about their cameras. I, yes, I... But I, here I, it's I like, eh, whatever, Samsung, it's fine. Samsung, you know, <laughs> you know, you're good. You're good, Samsung. It, it's, it is very interesting to, it, to me, the, the, yeah, the, the leeway that's given to certain companies over others and the underdogs and, and everybody kind of like, you know... Um, which is a little bit kind of what's going on with the with the uh, SE twenty twenty two kind of conversation. There's been a lot of back yeah. and forth going on, a lot of conversation over what does it actually represent? What is this phone supposed to be? Sure. Um, and 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 a lot of people obviously are comparing it. The A fifty three is a head to head comparison. They're considering it, basically saying this is Samsung's answer mm-hmm. to to Apple's a, uh, iPhone SE, except for. Samsung technically produces A series every year, and iPhone only produces them, uh, or Apple only produces them once every other year. So it's not a consistent series that kind of you can straight up kind of compare in a real way. Um, the to me at the, at the end of the day, I think what I, what we need to understand is just it's it's getting to the point where you know we'll announce something and then we'll say it's something like we'll say it charges at forty five watts, but then later we'll we'll try to retract some of that information. Yeah. You know, we'll oh, say the screen goes down to one hertz, one hertz to and save you later, battery life. Yeah, except and, that it totally doesn't. And then you get the buzz at the initial first week or so. First, you know, get all all the all the journalists and everybody to say those words, and then later on, how many of them are actually going to go out there and put a retraction on that uh, on those statements that was put out before? Other 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 than maybe a small editorial thrown at the bottom of the article that at the end of it where you have to kind of read all through it to get to the bottom saying edit it oh by the way this has been updated kind of a thing um oh it, by the way oopsies okay yeah no 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 but, on. but again you get one plus you get one plus and basically you know color os and one plus and we get way more conversations over the fact that you know color os is showing more prime presentation into you know into what what one plus is oxygen yeah. os is and and Overshadow the benefits. Overshadow the benefit that we get from Color OS coming over into Oxygen OS. So this is really what kind of gets me that the whole two-way street that we just don't like to give it to everybody else. Like it's weird. So just I just want to run through some of these comments real quick. Um, I know you had it up on the screen for a second, but Bionic oh, Scoop, yeah, yeah. Um, he sent Scoop me a right few of the raw files, and he says, "You know what I pulled." So I need everyone to tell Scoop that he needs to make that video because it's not just. You know, him Make sharing a few scoop. of these yeah. raw, raw files on Twitter is that I think he has a very valuable perspective to add to that commentary when we're at a time where I think we should be taking phone cameras a lot more seriously. And this type of real lifestyle experience helps tremendously in knowing what the limits of your camera might be. So everyone harass Scoop, but in Please. a nice way. 
Um, <laughs> Michael Corcoran saying, yeah, that's 10 times optical is cool. I think the Pixel 6 Pro caps out. It's only, you're absolutely right. It's only a four times optical because mm-hmm. the sensor is so much larger. Mm-hmm. You cannot put in as long of a, of a telephoto uh, lens because of the differences in crop factor. So mm-hmm. your experience with, I mean, they might even be similar lenses in terms of a focal length, but that difference in sensor size kind of uh, adjusts for that reach. So again, I kind of look at the Pixel 6 Pro being a competitor to the S22 Plus. They're priced okay. in similar tiers. It's not a direct competitor against the Ultra. And I think well, that's appropriate. I, 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 You've got I, a I would, three times telephoto to a four I, times telephoto. I think I, you're, I, you're, you're playing oranges to oranges. Peace, with the exception of that one night, you and I went out, went out and watched a, a movie in the theater with TCL. And we were both rocking the <laughs> 6 Pro. And what were we yeah. using the 6 Pro to? We were trying to zoom yeah. in all the way to that stage. And we got and we all the way to the and stage. We got, and we got all the way to the stage. And no, we got but, but, what I mean is, off is, That's what is I'm trying to say. saying saying ten times again. This is why I think Samsung is benefiting from the psychological trick of calling the yeah. Note 22 and S22 Ultra. Is we can say, well, the best that Google has to offer is only four times, but the best a Samsung has to offer is ten times zoom. But if yeah. you really compare dollars to donuts. <laughs> what you get is S22 Plus against Pixel 6 Pro, and that fight is brutal. That fight's amazing. That is such good competition. I'm more positive on the S22 Plus than I am on the S22. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you step up in MSRP, I don't think I should be surprised that for another $200 over the price of a Pixel, I should get an additional camera sensor on the back of the phone. So, no. but, but again, it's, it's, it's just about kind of aligning where do we think they're competitive. And when you look at the massive sensor size advantage of the Pixel 6 Pro, it makes sense why this camera bar sticks out so much. Absolutely. I was, about, yeah, I was about to say that there's a reason why it's, it's I don't mind, uh, you know, like a, a thicker chin or a thicker forehead or even camera bump if it makes sense and it is being utilized. That was my biggest gripe. Uh, and one of the really nice things that I appreciated about the Pixel 4 XL is the fact that they didn't just put a notch in there for the sake of a notch. They were using it. Project Soli lived in there. The, yeah. the, the fact that we lost the fingerprint sensor on that phone, they were definitely focusing on the fact on giving you a better experience using face unlock and using all of the technology. But I don't like it just to be there for the sake of it. So at the end of the day, I will say this also. The phone camera system, or the, the camera performance on a specific brand or phone is as big of a selling point as the specifications that come in that phone outside of the camera mm-hmm. system. So you know, be it an 8 Gen 1 or an 870, an 870 or whatever. But if it has some great cameras, you know, I mean, this is one of the reasons why like an SC 2022 will sell for people that want to know and that know how iPhones take pictures. It's the computational, it's the processor that's in there. Um, still yeah, no it, night mode, but it, it's still going to yeah, it, it's it's still going to perform. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you if you pit it against the A53, <laughs> you you're not going to have a night shot automatically in there. I'm with sure. you. But what I what I'm saying is that I think in, in that game where you're playing the game between those two mid rangers type performance, you know the reason why people buy certain devices, why people like let's say a Samsung or an iPhone, it is primarily on how they process their images and their color science and how they yeah. produce images and the sensors that they typically use. So, you know, where if it is something like you said, it's a 10, 10 megapixel camera, but it's producing 12 and 4K upscaling, you're going to see it at some point. I mean, the performance is well, not going to be hidden. This, so Scoop this is the, needs this to make that next, video. 
Well, not, not only does Scoop need to make that video, but Ferris um, in our comments also writes that even GSM Arena noted the upscaling from the telephoto shots in their Samsung Galaxy S22 Plus review. So again, yeah. it's something that, that we can highlight and that we can point to. And, and we have to ask, I mean, like, will people really care? What does it mean for the actual performance? But if we're not acknowledging that these things aren't what they say they are, mm-hmm. then we're running into issues. So when Ferris says it's not just Samsung who do this kind of upscaling, a lot of brands do the same. The difference is, is when we start looking at some of these premium tier devices, we haven't seen these kinds of tricks on expensive phones in a while. And the last time there was a big controversy, it was actually, I would say, when it comes to like cameras messing around with resolution, it was really the OnePlus 7 going down in resolution on their telephoto. Because their telephoto was really a 12 megapixel sensor, but they only used the center 8 megapixels to get a true three times optical zoom. And then a lower resolution camera sensor right now. Yeah, no, no. And and I think this is the biggest thing that you you typically expect when you go on the, when you're buying a higher end model where you're not trying to play these games to try to get better images out of a sensor or, you know, try to play games with it. Like you said, pixel bidding Mm -hmm. isn't. 90% 90% of what we deal with, um, yeah. you know, you're getting a 50 but pixel bidding is, is, yeah, but pixel binning is good. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's like shooting a video at 4K60 and then producing it at 1080p. You're going to get better source material. Your footage will oh, still yeah. look better than when you source a 1080-60 to a 1080-60 render. So it, it all, it's all about how much data your your original image, your original file has. So why that, why when you shoot in raw? Sorry. I, what, so now that, now that I said that, I need to make sure... So I've got my OnePlus 9, and I just need to make sure I didn't just totally lie there. So I've got it. I'm going to shoot a photo, and now I just want to see what the resolution is. I'm going to be real sad. Oh, you know what? The OnePlus 9 might be playing that same kind of game. It says 12 megapixel. It says 4 by 3. So maybe I have that wrong. Maybe I need to also get pissy with OnePlus on this one. Unless that was a crop. Hold on. Give me one second. I'm going to do one more test. Not a problem. As you're doing that one, I think Ferris jumped back in one more thing. He said, the biggest difference between the A53 and the A52 from last year um, is that pretty much the headphone jack, which is realistically, if you when you go back to the website, Ferris, uh, if you try to pre-order or try to buy the A52, it still costs more. So Samsung is charging a premium for the headphone jack just to kind of keep that in there. So, go ahead. So, so yeah, I, I, I had it on the main sensor. I didn't have it on the telephoto. If you get if you get it to go to the twenty telephoto, it's thirty it's thirty two sixty by twenty four forty, and that's, okay. that's that's not a twelve megapixel image. Megapixel. So okay, All, all's okay. I didn't lie to everybody. <laughs> I can do math in my brain. <laughs> Dash got it. It's Thursday. It's late on Thursday night, and you still are able to do math, man. Imagine if. No. <laughs> it, it, it is oof, by the skin of my teeth. I could do some basic multiplication. <laughs> <laughs> and I do apologize. I'm a little bit behind. Hey, Aditya is in the chat. Hey, man. Good. I hope you're doing All right. well, man. I was hey, like, I, I, you mentioned, you say the name and it show, he shows up. That's how it goes. Uh, Aditya, uh, but he didn't catch the comment. So thank God he didn't He didn't see what happened before. So uh, correct. That, that's what it looked like. It was pro raw. It oh, literally shows it. Yeah. Poor scoop. Now I have things to do. Thanks, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, scoop, no, I, think, we, I think it's a we, conversation. We only, we, we only nudge it because we love you. And yeah, this is absolutely. exactly the kind of, of, of nerdcore camera conversation that I'm just always thirsty for. So, 
it it is it it is but again like i said it's a big part of what we but why when we choose a phone and why we we should trust a brand when the brand says you know this is what you're getting um the other thing that i also heard that well i i know you kind of uh, you had a you know video that was coming out on that one as well is you kind of touched on on, on something that a lot of us deal with but we don't really necessarily talk about all the time headphone oh, yeah. comfort this is something like it's it's absolutely like the more I work from home, the more the last couple of years have been a big factor into this. Um, and I know mm-hmm. you've said this before, like when you've done so many earbuds reviews back to back, you have to kind of take a break because your ears yeah. can't handle it anymore. But those For are sure. more in-ear and, and, you know, but over-ear solutions and on-ear solutions can vary tremendously. So um, especially for... <laughs> I thought you were po- so when I saw that thumbnail, I was like, "Is is that video for me? Is that because of me?" No, <laughs> I think I think Juan's making fun of me. So screw uh, that. That's guy. <laughs> that. That's exactly what I thought. Okay. And I just said no. Yeah, go ahead. So so we have a few members in, in the chat right now. Like we've got Scoop and we've got uh, Lashawn and we've got Barry mm-hmm. um, on Kimmy's stream on Gadget Goddess Gadget on Goddess. Tuesday. Uh, it was a great conversation, and one uh, one of the regular participants, Emily. Um, Emily was asking the panel and was kind of trying to hit up uh, Jeff at El Jefe Reviews mm-hmm. um, what to do about comfortable over-ear headphones. And we're like, there are tons of different options for really comfortable headphones. I mean, you just got to try some on. And then she was saying, well, anytime I try to wear over-ear headphones, they press up against my glasses and they give me terrible headaches. And then I stopped for a second and I went, I don't have a good answer. And the more I tried to think about different skull sizes and my insane, my, I've got a silly collection of gaming headsets and studio monitors and, and audio file, my planar magnetics. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, I've, got, I've got too many headphones. I legitimately have exactly one pair of headphones that if I'm wearing a pair of glasses, they're on ear. They're not circumoral. Mm-hmm. They go on the ear. And they were made over 10 years ago. <laughs> they just, they don't exist anymore. They're old Nokias. And so um, it really did kind of break my brain. Like I, I put the, the question out there and I just sort of signal boosted what her question was. I didn't really have a great answer. The best I could come up with was, I, I, I don't think consumers understand studio headphones where the fit and the break-in period matter almost as much as whatever perceived audio quality might mean. Mm-hmm. So when you're mixing for long periods of time and you're going from from like speakers to headphones and you're, you're doing your A-B testing and stuff, you have broken in a pair of headphones that you just kind of, you, you just kind of gig with. You live with them. The headband starts to loosen up a little bit. The, the pad and the cushions start mm-hmm. to break down so they're not so, they're, they're not so stiff. And I think when people get a new pair of headphones, they put them on, and you're like, oh, these aren't very comfortable. The studio monitors are meant to kind of, like, degrade into your skull. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I don't think people always understand that. So one of the things you can say is, like, hey, you go get some cheap studio monitors. You can flex that headband. You can kind of bend it out so it's not quite so clampy on your skull. But mm-hmm. the more I tried to think about it, and yeah, I've got my, my, my little uh, view. These are my view audio frames. I think I look pretty sharp. In my Absolutely. View. Uh, I, I actually kind of use them more as sunglasses because I don't really have, I don't need glasses um, to see. And uh, I, I tried every single pair of headphones in my studio and all of them pressed in exactly the kinds of ways where I, I would be pretty confident that after about 20 minutes, they would be very uncomfortable. 
And and it's just like it it was driving me crazy. I don't have a good solution. And here's TK Bay wearing glasses and his DT seven seventies. So I figure he's got to have some thoughts on using comfortable headphones for longer periods of time with a pair of of glasses. And in and the reality for me, um, I I really like these. These these are are definitely one of my most comfortable pair of headphones on ear over. Sorry, not on ear uh, over ear. Um, type of a solution uh, at the beginning i, I want to say they were a little bit tougher but i think as you said over time they definitely loosen oh, yeah. uh, my only thing with them obviously it's not necessarily discomfort with the glasses it's more about temperature they do definitely at some point i definitely feel like i need to do a little bit of you know just kind of like air cooling it uh running it there um sure. overall for me I there's very few pair of buds or headphones that that definitely bug me. Like for me, it's either these or here, like the anchor. So and I'll and I'll say this because this is what I use for my calls, uh, my because I'm in conference calls and meetings all day long. Yeah. So okay. this is the H700. These are yeah, yeah, on yeah. ear, right? So they sit sure. straight off my ear, and they're small enough. I feel like that they're they don't press that much on my ear to push against my uh, the glasses. So I don't really feel that discomfort with them. I like them for an extended amount of time, um, but I haven't. You know, I, I want to say some of the lower not that not that I'm saying like lower end models are not good, but the lower end model headphones, the gaming headphones that I've reviewed over the year, like I want to say that uh, the sound one uh, I forgot the name of it. The sound um, uh, the the one that had the sound limiter. I remember you and I um, covered the Puro. Um, yeah, the Puro. I felt like yeah. the band on that one was a little bit harder, and it did push against my my glasses when I was sure. using them initially. But I will say as much, I didn't get a chance to spend as much time with it. The, those ended up being my son's headphone, uh, headphones after I reviewed them. Um, these, I've been using them, I want to say, the three to four days a week of three to four hour of meetings, constant. See? Very so comfortable. That, that's, that's good to know, because the, the only other pairs of on-ear headphones that I use are more like location mixer and DJ style. So when okay. you put them on, like I, I've got Sennheiser HD 25s. They're just mm-hmm. classics. I mean, like I've, I've had these things, I mean, I, I might be going on almost 15 years of, of, of using these headphones. And they're great for the, in the field because even though they're on ear, the headband mm-hmm. has that split. So yep. you actually open the headband and it clamps your ears to the side of your head with aggressive tactical force, and you can't hear anything going on well, this, around yeah, you. Yeah, this definitely You're does not. Out. Yeah, this is the opposite so, yeah. of that. This is more of the gentle <laughs> on your ear, very soft material, um, and surprisingly sound very nice for for what they are. Because these are considered, right. they're intended to be more for it's, conference it's more calls of a, and, a, and of a yeah a business headset. It, it, it's yeah. a business headset. It, it, but seriously, one of my favorite features is it's this little piece. In meetings, when you're in call, when you're on calls and whatever, and you for, you don't want to keep touching the whole mute unmute mute mm-hmm. unmute, you just keep go yourself flip. on. You flip it on, and it says mic muted, and that's it. You just poop. I'm done. Whoop, I'm back in. That's no, it's uh, so fun. It, so fun. Um, great range, great audio, very comfortable for. I want to say today. Today, I ran two and a half hours straight on them. Two and a half hours with them. I was in. I walk in. Because the beauty of them, because of the Bluetooth, I can walk out of the office, right? Yeah. I can be on the call and go into the kitchen, open the door, receive packages and stuff. These don't mm-hmm. give me that, that that flexibility. So the short answer is um, definitely look into um, headphones that are known for being soft and maybe look up some reviews. These are sure. very comfortable. 
um, don't overheat and they sit on your ear and they're gentle. I feel like because of the pressure on the top that they provide enough cushioning on there. Um, and it does flex. I mean, you're able to basically kind of like, you know, move them back and forth. Kind of twist them uh, out, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as time goes on, as you said, you live in your buds and your headphones, they become more comfortable. Like, it's almost like you, when they get, they get to that right mixture of, uh, where, but with which yeah. sound quality is really nice, and so for me, the DT seven seventy is solid performers. Um, it, it's I, it's to me, it's it's like um, if you've ever had like a really really good pair of boots. Like I've got some oh, fire boots. I really yep. want to get some Solavair. Mm-hmm. But when when you've broken in that material and it forms to your foot, no one else can wear that boot. That boot is now your boot. And I kind of feel like headphone ear cups are kind of the same way. I, I was like messing around with all my gaming headsets. And this is yeah. this is my Sennheiser. Um, these are the 550s, I think, or 650s. Okay. 670s, sorry, the GSP 670s. And, and like the ear cups are so cavernous. I can't even get the lighting right on these. Dude, the ear cups are can, so Can you deep. put them straight down? Can you see through them if you put them straight on? Can this become a like a Jordy LaForge kind of? <laughs> oh, you mean like go, go through that? <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm just geeking out right there. Okay. So yeah, that's that's terrible. Um, but like they're Sorry. so deep that when I would try to put glasses through the top of the ear cup, man, that just wigged out Nvidia software right there. Um, Nvidia is like, wait a minute, we see the Borg. The Borg is not friendly. Sorry. This was instantly dis- uh, uncomfortable. So I think Gabaletta makes a great point too. Is unfortunately. Whatever someone's favorite frames for their glasses, they well, might need to consider factor. some alternatives. Because if if you go with anything that's got sort of like a, I, I really like thicker so, rimmed uh, glasses. And, and it's hard for me to show you guys. My glasses are extremely thin. I yeah, have super very, super skinny. Very, well, so on on the actual um, the the over ear part portion of it, I think it's a standard size. But for yeah. the most part, it is a very and it's a specific frame that i keep looking for like i'm gonna go see my doctors on on tuesday i think i have my my yearly checkup um Mm -hmm. and i will only upgrade to this and if i can't find it i'll take an old pair and i'll have them put new lenses on my old pair (laughs) it's that i mean till the frame breaks apart and i can't use it anymore um you're just gonna keep cycling them i mean yeah no no, but look look at this i mean i'm putting them on taking them off very easily and i think it's already the headphones now know where my ear my glasses go so i don't think so so when emily was asking her question i don't know that emily has big chunky frames but i think Mm -hmm. her frames are a little bit more like kind of ray-ban style you know that 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 arm and and as soon as you try to put that through headphone padding i think the headphone pads i mean again the headphone pads haven't broken in around her glasses frame but yeah. it's already creating a much more specific contact point where the ear cup would normally distribute all of the force around the entire skull. And instead, it's just pushing up. It's 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 focusing all of that pressure directly on her glasses band. It, so it, I think I that think also it, has it to be feels, a part of Yeah, I think it's, it, it feels that it's focusing all it because that's the only part that is, is sticking out for her. Uh, mm-hmm. it, the reality, obviously, the ear cups are providing the same uniform yeah, but, around. But, it's, but again, it's more, it's... I think you meant to say is that, yeah, the cushioning around it where, where that part is, it's because you feel it. And the moment it becomes something that you're not comfortable with, like you said, with the glasses. You um, can't yeah, ignore it. It's a showstopper. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, yeah. it seriously becomes more like I'll just listen to the speakers at this point. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, but for me, it, it's um, 
it was an ongoing kind of thing. And when Anchor reached out with the H700, I mean, and the, the I don't get me wrong, they're award winners. They're definitely, you know, they're worth their weight. And, and if you're looking for a pair of uh, headphones to, you know, casual music listening, but mostly for work related type, you know, conference calls, video calls and so on like that. Um, the H700 are very, very comfortable. And I think you and I both can attest to the, H- the DT770s are being yeah. one of the more comfortable. The cushioning on this is super soft. It's crazy yeah. how comfortable these are. Like from the for, moment for, I used them. For closed back, they're Oh, they're uh, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to go, uh, yeah. the, Bear, the, the, the Bear Dynamics, I think the one I borrowed from you were really comfortable. The, the yeah. open back, those were... Like oh no, serious. those are the 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 Odysseys. The, oh, those, the Odysseys those are good yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The but, Odysseys but were nice. The, for for the Odyssey, I still feel it's 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 a slightly more rigid rim, and mm-hmm. and whatever Bear Dynamic is doing on the seven seventies and the nine nineties, it's it's got just a little bit more of like a pillow feel, and it I I find that the break in period on seven seventies is not that long it doesn't take long to get them to kind of to to kind of wear correctly um the the ones that actually took me the longest i still love them uh Mm -hmm. do i have them are my uh sennheiser 599s okay i was about to drop a whole bunch of headphones didn't we get some sennheisers last year or the year before that we got a chance to wired gaming headphones that we yeah. got those were also very comfortable too. I remember the the, those, those uh, the were pretty cushy. Yeah, they're very cushy. Yeah. Well. yeah. So so now my five ninety nines are super squishy. I was mm-hmm. I, I, it took me a long time to kind of get the feel for like not only where they should fit on my skull, but then kind of getting the padding broken in. Um, I, I've I've really enjoyed these as a as kind of an, another open back solution. But now I'm all about planar magnetics if I'm going to go open back. So these don't get quite as much love as they used. I to. see how it is. I see, planar mag. I'm, t- planar I'm mag- just guys very fancy now. I used to be <laughs> way less fancy. So uh, I am. I'm more. It, it, I'm. I'm very surprised that at this point in my my career of you're not only working with hardware but checking out different hardware. Audio quality is a big factor into what i do when it comes to audio performance like listening to music on a device wireless or wired um the quality of the audio the audio playback the the bit rate the uh the codecs all of those things like mm-hmm. i typically never played paid attention that much to other than you know it played audio it sounded pretty good it was bassy and this is what it is but the reality is um you know, Edifier makes some really, really good uh, pair of buds. I'm, I'm playing with them right now. Also, the the two, you know, the uh, studio monitors that I'm listening. To, well, I was playing some music for one before the show started. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it is you. You need to treat your ears. You need to take care of your ears, and you need to be really picky about what you 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 lose you use to listen to music because um hearing health is absolutely a big thing you cannot restore hearing once it is lost you need to this is one of those things you just need to appreciate and learn and um yeah like these headphones the 770s are you can enjoy so many different kind of content with it not just for editing not just for talking you know if you want to do podcasting Mm -hmm. and so on Uh, music playback on that is also really nice you can use them i I mean i started using them on the v60 which is what i really started enjoying because it does support the high impedance uh you know headphones so long story short there has to be something that makes that and i'm glad that you're able to address that as a subject because you're, you're right um, discomfort from glasses with your glasses on on headphones is a big factor because typically you won't find that out till you get them home right you don't go to the yeah. store and then you could try them maybe for a second that's not exact as you know wearing them for 20 minutes listening to a few tracks or watching something with them um 
and that could put somebody off and, and maybe make them return something that they, they could have just given it a little bit more time and more love and it would have you know broken it in like a new pair of shoes right running shoes you break them in <laughs> you, you don't buy them and you're like you're they're there oh they're you perfect yeah, yeah you don't buy and go straight to a marathon you buy you break in then you take it in and, and and I feel like that was the only real like tangible piece of advice I could give. Like yeah. you know, if if you want to start out with something a little more inexpensive, look at some of these really like not bad but kind of cheaper studio monitors, mm-hmm. um, like old uh, like some of the less expensive Sony's, Audio Technica's, even like a Samsung headset. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. I mean, considering the price tags, but you can get in there and you can do things like, you know, you're going to get that metal bar in the headband. You can stretch it out a little bit. You can kind of play with the comfort. Um, uh, JGJ was mentioning in the chat, you can usually find cheap replacement ear cups if you want something that's got like a softer cushion to it or a more Mm -hmm. rigid foam cushion to it. A lot of those uh, that you, you can swap out. And I think that also kind of adds to the practicality of like just a good, I need to wear it for long periods of time kind of headset. But mm-hmm. outside of that is like the only things that other people were recommending were like, well, I guess you could go to contacts. <laughs> it was like, that doesn't really answer the question. And you I can't the really. problem by taking the glasses out. Yeah. Or, or just, you know, listen to the music. <laughs> don't watch anything with it. No, I'm with you. Sure. Um, and, and Raj, to Raj's question, uh, you know, don't the dt 770s have ter- uh, terrible uh, peaking a little bit or they uh, too much? I, I wasn't referencing them. A- Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, well, no I my, my my statement on the music wasn't to, yeah, that they are um, that they are the one solution for audio enthusiasts in ty- as as to like you know these are the definitive audio uh, consumption type of experience. I meant to say that they're more of a well-rounded pair of uh, headphones that you're able to enjoy content on every single spectrum. If you want to watch television, you want to watch movies, you want to listen to music, you could definitely listen to them. I'm not saying peaking them at the highest level. These these headphones with the right drivers like the right hardware to, to, to drive them correctly um, right the right DAC yeah the right DAC to, so yeah yeah we're not talking about just plugging it into anything so it has so, to have something that can drive the impedance on it to get the best performance here, here's 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 what I'll 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 kind of contribute to that being the audio snob that, that I, I purport to be um, the lower impedance models definitely come in with a, a slightly fuller lower end just because mm-hmm. of the way that you you uh, you, you wrap copper cabling on the inside of a pair of headphones. It changes some of the dynamic of that. The, the sonic signature and the characteristics of the 770s and the 990s, there is definitely something that gets a little brighter and a little peakier, but this is a headphone that has existed for so long. It is just a very well-understood piece of audio hardware. And so there are just a couple of these headsets in the world of recording that people learn on and they train on. And then you kind of tune your ear for what that headphone or what that speaker, what that monitor is, is, is trying to deliver. It's kind of the same, like in microphones, mm-hmm. I really don't like the Neumann TLM 103. I think it's harsh, metallic and brittle, but recording engineers know what to do with that mic to get the results that they need out of it because that's what they trained on. That's what they learned on. And it carries over. Like there's a sonic signature to the U87. There's a sonic signature to the C414. Mm -hmm. If you're picking up 770s only for the entertainment and music playback, 
there probably are better performing dynamic drivers specifically mm -hmm. built for an audio consumption kind of experience. I've got some ultrasones. I used to rock some Meze 99s. Mm -hmm. If you want something more mellow, you can absolutely find something more mellow. And, and, and in a price tier where you're no, you, you know you're getting a premium music listening experience. But for TK's point, the 770s represent a great crossover. I think they're pretty good for content consumption and I think they're very well understood for more practical um, recording applications for, yeah. for monitoring and, and for, for well, I, I use them for editing because for, for me, I get to it, it blocks enough of the outside noise and it also gives me enough of the clarity. So I'm able to hear if there's any like little hisses or pops or anything in the background that but, I can. And that's can't. actually where something a little brighter and peakier can come in handy, because if something starts to sound shrill on the 770s, you know, you've done something terribly wrong. Like, you know, it's 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 going to be bad. Yeah. And you, you know, you've got kind of like a safety net of brights that you can kind of work within that allows you to craft something. So so again, it, it's it's never just to say, like TK was saying, it's never just to say, like, I'm making this one recommendation because I think this is the best. Um, for a lot of my my entertainment listening now, I've actually switched over to planners and to open back headphones, mm -hmm. something that's a little airier, a bit more natural, but I can only use those when everyone else in the house is asleep and the house is totally quiet because they let in all the noise. Yep. Um, but that, artic that articulation is is just like crack for me. I just, I love that edgy, buzzy detail that you get out of a really well-driven planner magnetic. If mm -hmm. I need to close off my ears, the 770s are just so well understood. I'm so familiar with them that I know what I'm listening for and yeah. I can kind of experience them in that way too. I, and yeah, so I, I do appreciate the, uh, the comment there, Raj. Um, and I see Aditya. So you're telling me that, that I can use my DT70s, DT770s to edit videos. All I need to, to do now is get an over <laughs> over my camera shyness. Absolutely, Aditya. I mean, seriously, in in the amount of time that I've known you, I've seen you on camera once. Have you? I mean, other than yeah, I think he needs it was to be on camera. Like, yeah, it was on Sam. It was on with Sam and Matt um, on you know the obviously the early show. Uh, but uh, so yeah, definitely, Aditya. Come on, just. Uh, put something on there and i think it would practice every anybody can be on camera i mean uh, look at me seriously uh, 10 years ago 12 years ago when i started putting videos i was the most flustered uh, seriously i mean I've, and you guys could probably find the early videos on xda so uh it is one of those weird you you get over it you <laughs> you you get the feel of it and and you know uh, although i'm talking to juan this whole time juan has to me right now looks like a circular lens on a sony camera and that's how i've been talking to juan for the last how many how many years but it's <laughs> we get used to it that's how we do it right this it's is it's how part we of do. this is how you do um <laughs> but i do no so what i meant to say I, I i mean obviously before was i really appreciate the fact that you tackled that subject uh, because it is something that typically, you know, it goes unspoken, it goes untalked about. Um, and I'm sure at some point somebody would be concerned, wondering how to and what they can to get us a, a better fit and, and more comfortable bud, especially with more people working from home. I mean, I'm, you know, again, last couple of years have been a perfect example. So uh, I, could, I, can, I can understand why somebody would be wanting to wear their glasses and wouldn't be able to do some work with some headphones. So um but yeah, uh, I know Aditya does have the TT seventy seven. I remember that one. <laughs> I, I mean, again, they're 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 I like classic that one. cans. Keep so. it Aditya. Yep, one with his fifty five millimeter <laughs> beautiful uh, <laughs> spherical look. 
Pretty that great. one that one eye looking at me straight uh, <laughs> exactly. staring deep into your soul absolutely um, yeah it, it, i mean again i it was one of those like I, I i wanted to try and tackle earbud sizes you know i did that video is it, do we need to make more earbuds for girls and that made a lot of people upset that i was trying to like diminish the the kind of topic that i was talking about but um the same thing, you know, like Emily asked this question and the more I tried to answer it, the less I could come up with a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I kind of run into that brick wall, and this is a topic that I'm actually, I would say I'm I'm kind of decently qualified to actually share some thoughts on. And the more I tried to like come up with the answer it was like, oh, but no, oh, but that wouldn't work. Oh, but then you'd need to do, oh, no, I, I don't think I, I don't think I can. I think that just broke my brain. Okay, I guess I need to make a video. <laughs> it's, it's like a Nexus video. It's almost like you know, like oh crap, you, you hit you hit that right that right question at the what right frequency, and you're like, yep, nope, you broke him. You you broke yep. one. That, 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 yeah, that he's all he's gonna do is ramble for like forty five minutes now. What yeah, did you and do? He's, and he's he's gonna he's gonna be uh, he's gonna break out the whiteboard and start talking about charts and numbers and and I was like, but wait a minute, wavelengths and no. Um, it is at the end of the day. It was very nice to to be able to get that. But I think what I what I wanted to, so I think that video, if I'm not mistaken, is it is that the one on the Patreon or is it the the one that came? Oh around? no no the 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 headphone comfort videos is that came out, out um, yesterday or something. I I got the Galaxy S22 video that's public, and then mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm going to be trying to put out a video on the TCL30. Good. So yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. TCL30. You got you finally. You finally got onto the yeah. I, I need to, I need to tackle it because I have the thirty V and the thirty XE and um, I'm like seriously pur- going through a backlog. <laughs> I, I purposely I felt terrible doing it too, but I, I spoke to the TCL PR people and was like, I have not finished the phone you sent me in February, and if you send me another phone, it's going to sit even longer. And I really because it's a phone I really want to talk about. It's the cheapest five G option on Verizon right now. Mm-hmm. And under, like just under 300. Yeah. And we finally have some actual UW Verizon in my neighborhood. She was like, I really just need to focus on this. And I've spent a couple weeks with it. Like I've actually been taking it out with me to use it. Not just mm-hmm. I put my SIM card in it for a day. Oh, it's pretty good, I guess. Um, yeah, I've been playing with so many import phones that don't really have support for our 5G networks. It's like, I really do need to do this one right because mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have support for it. Um, so uh, that that's hopefully going to go out tomorrow. Good, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you were able to put that out. Uh, I need to start working on that as well. Um, the uh, the XE and the V the V and the XE both for me represent. Um, it's it's a new direction for me when I work when we say what the word TCL right. Um, mm-hmm. They tried for a couple of years to go with a, a trio of devices, and then this year they're going slightly different. Uh, they're working their way to trying to get a, a device on every carrier, but at least in the U.S. right now, we have them on T-Mobile, on Metro, and I think on um, on, on Verizon. Those are the three carriers yeah. that we have. Um, and like I said, it, it's still nice to be able to see offerings from them and also see them affordable. The, the XCs are actually even cheaper than uh, than the V-Series on T-Mobile. So it's like a, an even more affordable price point, I think around 250 so uh, definitely a company to think about when you're thinking mid-rangers. Something, to, not to say that's the same, it's a little bit even cheaper than the the A-series from Samsung, um, but still trying to, you know, shoot above the price point that where it's where, where they're sitting. So looking forward to checking that out tomorrow for sure. For 
So, yeah. so that that's tomorrow. I'm still not sure what I'm doing for tomorrow for for not tomorrow for Saturday. Um, mostly because I'm not going to be able to have a live stream, so I'm still I'm hoping I'm going to try to have a video out for to keep people entertained a little bit while I'm while I'm uh, <laughs> uh, chasing my son, uh, handing towels and being uh, basically the chaperone of making sure that he, fun, he performs the best that he can. Uh, and it's a two day event too, which is really like a long. Like I may come back with a tan. Let's just say that, uh, it, depending on how the weather is in in Ventura. So we'll see. We'll see how That'd that goes. That'd be good, man. That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice and cool, cooler than where I am now. Uh, we're getting some heat temperatures. Um, but you know what? I think that that's, for the most part, I think we kind of covered everything that we had this week. Uh, otherwise, I think, like I said, the 12X and the 12 uh, Pro from Xiaomi are very interesting the devices from the approach of what they're offering. I, I will say this did actually catch 5G in the U.S. on, T, on Project Fi. Oh, did it really? Uh, I, I was surprised, very surprised that I kept consistently registering 5G on there. And when I ran my speed test, it registered at 5G on the uh, on the cell towers. So it wasn't giving me, you know, 400 and 500. I think it was one of the bands supported is in there, but it just doesn't. It, it still gave me like 170, almost 200 megabits down, which is to me still crazy nice. Um, Wi-Fi calling was working. Everything. I mean, seriously, Project Fi, I was surprised how well it supported. Um, so I, I did cool. that. Yeah, serious, serious contenders. Um, and I think the, the the design of what they're doing there, unfortunately, the 8 Gen 1 temperatures are not being handled very well. You can easily push the temperatures out there and um, actually kind of like started talking about, you know, maybe don't push Genshin at 60 frames per second. I think it's, you know, like I feel weird. Like on a phone like this, if you want to be able to manage it, it needs some throttling. It needs some. I don't know. Better I, I feel like what, it's what weird. Genshin probably needs on our phones is is probably more ray tracing at fourteen forty p resolution. <laughs> I, or so. liquid cooling blocks. Uh, it becomes, <laughs> it the game into the, molten shards of metal. The game comes with a liquid cooling dock that you just put your phone <laughs> in it, and and you run the you run the game on the controller. No, I mean, I, I hear liquid nitrogen's really cheap. Uh, <laughs> right now, what all of those? Remember those? Oh, do you remember those? I, I remember those uh, setups where they used to just basically liquid nitrogen cool the CPUs yeah. just to overclock some crazy numbers. Oh yeah, I had to cover those for Newegg. It was oh, ridiculous. My God. No, no, it, it, it's so, just a cup of of liquid nitrogen, and they just have it, to keep topping it off. See what uh, they get overclocked. On the average, though, if you're playing, so the the, <laughs> the thing about it is this is not a gaming phone, right? I feel like this is more of a you know, performer when it, you know, decent cameras, uh, good, uh, mm-hmm. good performance overall. I think when you start thinking of this device as a gaming phone, it starts, it, and it, I don't think it's it. I think it's the HN1. I was yeah. hoping Xiaomi that by year two would have done a little bit more on the cooling side, which is what I was really hoping was, was going to show us here. Uh, but the uh, 12X did perform much better for me, a more consistent experience to the uh, A65. Um, and they're both, you know, very, very decent experiences. And again, somewhere between 650 to, um, uh, sorry, six fifty to a thousand dollars. You're able to find something in there, and I'm sure there'll be other Xiaomi twelve series coming out, like the light yeah. and the light five G and all of the different things. So uh, don't hold out. Uh, definitely interesting uh, approach, and uh, but uh, yeah, for me, very good performer on on the uh, on that one. Uh, the ability of taking full resolution images on all three sensors was a That's big cool. change for me. Yeah, because most devices barely give you one on the main sensor. They give yeah. you on all three. So yeah. Um, but you know what? With that being said, I will say this. We are we have reached somewhat of the end of the show, but it is not the end of the conversation. 
Um, there is an audio podcast uh, podcast version of this that comes out a day or so later on. Please make sure to check it out if you haven't ca caught this one on the live show. Um, I do want to say thank you to everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, JGJ, um, of course, Scoop, Aditya, um, uh, Kenny Man, thank you very much. Just jumping in uh, with us. Raj, uh, Gabriela in there as well. Uh, and everybody else that took their time to hang out with us at the end of the, at the end of Thursday night, I would say. I was going to say not the end of the week. Right. Um, and then, you know, the story obviously doesn't end here. Even though we're not going to, I am not going to have a show on Saturday. Uh, we're all obviously going to be back next week for another episode on Thursday. Monday, Juan's going to have the SGGQA. Please go make sure to bug him, ask all the questions and everything, and make sure to keep him on time because there's always an issue, as you know. He tends I, to go. I don't know. If, if you're feeling like you've just absolutely missed being in a stream, if you'd like to join me on the Monday show too. Monday morning, 9 a.m. We, no, but I mean, like, if you if you'd like to actually jump in, oh, on for me, all yeah, of yeah. my all of my news block and stuff, I'll, I'll leave it for the weekend. Just you know, let that percolate in the back of your. brain. I'm in the chat, anyways, right? So here, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll tell you this: unless some magic, might as well just get on camera. <laughs> no, absolutely, no, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this: unless I have any specific reason to be on a call where I cannot be physically on camera all the time, uh, let's plan on that. I'll, uh, I'll we'll we'll do a nice little cameo on the HGGQA on Monday. We'll we'll do like a circle back kind of conversation. We'll start the week together. Uh, but great. yeah, because I I, I am going to miss some type of live streaming on Saturday. Um, although, like I said, uh, I won't be in you know it's not like i'm sitting in the studio doing things it's it's going to be on the on you know out there and testing out devices and, and then making sure hopefully everything kind of works out great so for sure we'll we'll definitely uh do that for monday uh but thank you everybody uh have a great week uh be good stay well and we'll see you next week for another episode of the best of our week episode 62 and we'll have definitely a lot more cool things to talk about bye-bye for now bam